0: Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Ball and
1: Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a
0: love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Good morning, Patrick. How's it going?
1: Well, it's going all right, Jeff. How are you doing?
0: I am doing good, my friend. I'm doing good. It has uh, it's kind of gotten a little cool out, <laughs> that nice little rain bringing a little cold front for us true how nice of them I mean plants outside needed the rain so I'm not I'm not hating it just saved me some trouble from having them into water right you know all that time it takes <laughs> but no it's it's cool it's literally cool um, it was welcome but yeah we're just chilling here today. How are you? How, what's new? And then,
1: um, pretty much the same. Last week was a uneventful week. Tyler came in this weekend,
0: so awesome. we finally
1: got to uh, give her her birthday gifts and a cake and go through that whole yeah, and everything. everything. <laughs> um, then, um, just like I thought, she wanted to see the movie I'll be talking about today, the Boogeyman, yeah. and nice. So, and then we was at um, 100 Oaks, so she's looking at all the posters of. And the advertising of the movies that are, have already come out, and she's like, man, they put out everything while I was gone. You know, because it's been like over a month yeah. since we've actually been able to spend time. Oh wow! So, so yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah, it's been a lot of movies that's come out since the last time here. <laughs> so, um so there, I think she there was something she might be interested in seeing if they're still playing when she comes back. So okay. we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, but this this one was interesting getting her feedback after watching. So I'll, I'll yeah. talk about that later. And, but other mm-hmm. than that, it was good, you know, before I took her home. You know, of course, we got that some some stormy weather yesterday. So waited until it passed by. Then we left. Right. About 730. So that way, by the time we got her home, it had already passed through there. Her mom was worried, sending pictures of how it looked outside. I'm like, I'm not going to drive in this. <laughs> I'm going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I bring her home and it's 10, 11 o'clock. Right. You know, so I'm not, yeah. So I was like, I could take her home early, but then I'd be coming back in it.
0: So I'm like, exactly, not happen. Nope. <laughs> not happen nope. either way. So, yeah. um. That's a smart move. But, yeah.
1: But, you know, we did run into a little rain, but not bad. Saw some lightning, but not as bad as it would have been. Because, you know, they're higher elevation. So, oh, of yeah. course, you know, they get it rough. But, yeah. But other than that, it's been it's pretty cool. Pretty cool past okay. week
0: nice um yeah i mean same here we've just had a really good um really chill week you know kids had their activities and everything um trying to think oh so we had we i'd originally gotten fathom did a thing where basically it sent out hey if you want to go see uh the flash movie early you know just Mm -hmm. sign up you know boom we got you i'm like sweet yeah love to so uh wednesday so we were like okay we'll go i'll take york you know and everything so i got passes and everything and uh invited his buddy cole and his dad you know so they signed up did their thing yeah they got in line you know i decided well york and i'll leave early enough we'll go get some dinner head on over and then whatever yeah great in theory dad fail because, uh, we were at dinner have enjoying, you know, things, having our conversation and we're talking about, he's talking about some anime and I'm talking about, uh, episode two season five or sorry, episode five season two of Barry mm. and about how we need to watch it together. Cause it's freaking hilarious and just amazing. And, uh, you know his buddy calls like his his dad dean's like hey uh we're here his name was name barely even 6 30 and the movie didn't start till 7. hey we're uh we're here and there's already a long line you know uh you know you go save you some spot and i'm like all right so i'm like scrolling through the email again i'm like yeah and i see down at the very bottom you know not in fine fine print but you know far enough down that i didn't read which is on me and it says first come first serve you know get there early because it's first come, first come, first serve, and then uh, so we're like, okay, and then and I was like, all right, York, go ahead and finish finish your food, or bring whatever you're gonna not eat, bring it with you, right? Eat it in the car. We're two minutes away, anyways. And we get to the theater, and uh, at this point it's like 6:45. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's still 15 minutes. Yeah, and we get there, and there's still a line, but. Dean and Cole are already in there, and they're. It's like, hey, it's pretty packed. um We couldn't even sit together. Oh <laughs> wow! wow. So I'm like, okay. He's like, but I think there's two seats up front. All right. So you know, we keep going through, and sure enough, like they were at capacity. All right. Now, I respect the whole first come first serve, but you know, if you know you're gonna have that, many people that kind of response. Why not just take up two screens and Yeah, just show. or three. Because yeah, this yeah.
1: was on a Wednesday big yeah. week. So, yeah, yeah. just before the new movies for that week start. So, just yeah, take exactly. them through the theaters and, you know, yeah. Yeah. But, so, that almost happened with um, when I went to see Playing with Fire. Uh huh. Because me and a friend, she got the free screener tickets uh-huh. and we went. And I was getting an oil change that morning and it was a long line. I ended up leaving yeah. it, so I can right. pick her up and we can go. But um, it was a lot of people and we ended up sitting like in the very front. (laughs) And um, but at that time, the I don't think it was like stadium seat. So it wasn't like a bad view. But, um, yeah, if if they're if they're going to do that first come first serve thing, they should do multiple or at least have a backup. Like, okay, if this fills up, then we'll open this theater just in case. Right. Yeah. So uh, with it being a flash, you're going to have a lot of people want to see that early.
0: Or, you know, if you're going to do that, then if you're going to send that out, just send it out to, like, so many people that you know will. Yeah. But or whatever. I mean, it what, it just is what it is.
1: Which location was it? Which theater? Oh,
0: it was, at, it was at 100 Oaks.
1: Yeah, so the theater they had set aside, they know how many seats are there. That's that's how many should have been sent out. Like, it's right. limited. So that way, if they already got that many tickets sent out, yeah. if somebody went past it, oh, well, it's not available anymore. Like yeah. that instead of getting there and then like, oh, you can't go in. Yeah. 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 It's all right
0: though. It's all good. So okay, so we didn't get seats. Dean and Cole both decided that uh so Dean's like, you know, do you want you know we can I was like, you know, if we want, if you want, we can just let the kids watch this and we'll go see something else. And the main reason why I wanted York to see it is because I know he's uh because I know he's getting ready to go on a trip with his mom to canada so mm-hmm. i'm like all right he's not going to be here when the movie comes out he's, he'll he literally be in a whole ass different country
1: <laughs> all right
0: so uh i was like just that's kind of what you know why i want him to see it because it'll be a little while before he gets to watch it and so they uh so we ended, uh, Dean ended up looking and they there was a early screening for transformers so we ended up just uh So he asked the boys if they wanted to stay for that or if they wanted to watch Transformers. They're like, Oh yeah, let's go do Transformers. Yeah. So, and it was starting at the same time too. So it was like, sweet. Uh, so we ended up doing that. And, uh, so we didn't go see flash, but that's fine. I'll go see it. Um, Thursday night. And, Grayson will probably go with me because she wants to go see it, but she's still trying to figure out how we can see Elemental and The Flash on the same weekend. Yeah, I'm like pretty easy. I said, you know, there are times I've done what I said. Grayson, there's been times where I've seen two movies in one day. What you can do that? (laughs) Like just flabbergasted. How? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. shocked, shocked (laughs) to the system. But yeah, so we, we. I was like, yeah. Well, maybe we could do that on Sunday. I would like, try that. I'm like, she had a hard enough time sitting still through little, or sitting still through Cross the Spider Verse. So I don't know about two movies for her. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: She will probably do good on the first one, and then just uh, the second one. Yeah. Will be,
0: yeah. yeah. So two, we're two separate days. <laughs> yep. So we might go do Flash after her, her uh, martial arts class on Thursday. We'll see. If not, we'll just see it sometime this weekend. Yeah. But uh yeah, we ended up seeing Transformers in 3D four DX. Nice. And I was already worried about my back. <laughs> as soon as I bought the tickets, I'm like, I said this I said I'm gonna get my butt kicked in this one, even I said as bad if not worse than Fast Ten. Alas I did not. There you go. Spoiler word, I did not. Um but yeah. Uh but it was a good time. Everybody had a good time. So let us get into trailers, I guess. So first trailer, uh, is Yorgos Lanthimos, uh, latest movie. He's the one that directed the favorite and, uh, the lobster. Okay. So he's big on two word titles. <laughs> it's just not the poor things or just the poor, right? <laughs> or just the things, uh, there is this is the incredible tale uh, the credible tale and fantastical evolution of Bella Bex a young woman brought back brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist Dr. Godwin Baxter this is for what I understand is supposed to be like a kind of like a Frankenstein tale of sorts mm-hmm. so. Now, it doesn't say that it's an A twenty four movie, but it has all the elements from the trailer at least, uh, starring Emma Stone, Margaret Qualley, Willem Dafoe, Mark Ruffalo, Christopher Abbott, uh, Charlie Hiscock, uh, Catherine Hunter, Rami Yusuf, Gerard Carmichael. Yeah, good cast too. So that'll be coming out September eight. Next, we have Expendables. <laughs> Or, how I believe it's supposed to be read, Expendables 4. But they replaced the A with a 4. So, yeah. Yeah, Uh, that didn't
1: work out so well for another movie that did that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So,
1: we'll see. We'll see.
0: The Expendables will square up against an arms dealer who commands the might of a massive private army. Directed by Scott Waugh. Starring Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, 50 Cent, Megan Fox, Dolph Lundgren, Tony Jaw, uh, Iko Uwais, Randy Couture, Jacob Scipio, Scipio. There we go. Uh, levy Tron, uh, Andy Garcia, you know Sylvester Stallone, and others. So we'll see. Yeah. Anyways, uh, new Expendables. Which I've never been, I've always enjoyed. It's just another, it's Faster and Furious, but more guns, less cars. Right,
1: Explosion. more explosions. Yes. Some hand-to-hand fighting with people that are actually skilled in
0: that way. Facts, facts. <laughs> uh, expected release is September 22nd.
1: Got 50 cents, so. Yeah. I feel like he's going to be the comic relief.
0: Dun-dun, dun-dun, <laughs> dun-dun.
1: It'd be funny if, when you bring them on screen, they play that song, the instrumental. Yep.
0: Right. All right. <laughs> they should. Or if they actually have a fight in the club, that would be awesome. Yeah. Cool. Good reference. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, next, a movie I thought had already been released. <laughs> A24's uh, Talk to Me. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Directed by Danny Philippou and uh, starring Sophie Wilde, Joe Bird, Alexandra Jensen, Otis Dahanji, Margaret, or excuse me, Miranda Otto, Marcus Johnson, Alexandria Stephenson, and Zoe Tericus. Uh, it's like July twenty eighth for your, uh, you need to get scared and be in the air conditioning. There you go. Yeah. And then lastly, we have the movie Blue Jean. Uh, in nineteen eighty eight, a closeted teacher is pushed to the brink when a new student threatens to expose her sexuality. Starring Rosie McEwan, Carrie Hayes. Lucy Halliday, Lydia Page, Stacey, Stacey Abagon, Amy Booth That doesn't have a release date yet. Written and directed by Georgia Oakley. I bet that's a September release too, though. Yeah, It's like a good September indie movie release. Maybe Rocktober. And that's all I got for trailers.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Cool. Yeah, I didn't see any... Any new trailers? At least nothing that's not already announced.
0: Right. Yeah. True story. And there is uh, apparently a full trailer for Ahsoka for Disney+. Plus. Cool. This is going to be like, let's see. Because we're, well, I, I'll get to that later. Never mind. I, got, I forgot to write that part down. So, um, making notes as we speak. <laughs> All right, shall we get into it
1: rock and roll
0: uh, all righty let's uh let's roll out with our feature presentation <laughs> <laughs> there we go uh feature presentation this week is transformers rise of peace rated pg-13 with a runtime two hours seven minutes taking place in the year 1994 a new faction of Transformers, the Maximals, joined the Autobots as allies in the battle for Earth. Directed by Stephen Capel Jr., mm-hmm. starring Anthony Ramos as Noah Diaz, Dominique Fishbeck as Elena Wallace, Luna Lauren Velez as Brianna Diaz, and Dean Scott Vasquez as Chris Diaz. We also had the voice talents of uh, oh, I'm forget. Well, Michael Kelly also plays Agent Burke. Uh Leslie Stahl plays herself. Peter Cullen, of course, reprising his role as Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. And Ron Perlman uh, voices Optimus Primal. Peter Dinklage as Scourge, Michelle Yo as Air Razor, Pete Davidson as Mirage. Liza Koshy as R.C. John DiMaggio as Transit. David Sobolov as Rhinox. Michaela J. Rodriguez as Nightbird. Coleman Domingo as Unicron. Cristo Fernandez as Wheeljack. Tanjay Krista as Cheetor. And Luke Jones provides additional voices. So, so this is not... This takes place in the Bumblebee universe, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. Bumblebee universe. Yeah, the Bumbleverse. And that, yes, <laughs> that timeline there that uh, has nothing to do with the uh, Michael Bay Transformers, which delights me because you're getting more the concept art and the uh, and the Transformers themselves are more accurate to the. OG transformers and not mm-hmm. some newer ones, not the Michael Bay ones that yeah. we don't know what's going on.
1: Barely resemble anything.
0: Yes. <laughs> Barely. Just Yes. <laughs> so when we went, saw this in 3d, forty X. I don't know when you, if they did it before you saw the movie,
1: mm.
0: but we had, or if it was just because we saw an early screening, literally a day early, but still an early screening yeah. of the movie. If we, uh, if we had this because of it, but they did like a little feature, featurette, mm-hmm. before the film, where I had the director and the act and some of the actors talking about like behind the scenes and you know their process of their vision, you know, of making this movie, and I really liked watching Stephen Cape, uh, I think it's actually pronounced Capel, C A P E L E, Capel. Uh, I really liked what, listening to him talk and talk about his vision of what they were wanting to do with this film, because they wanted to kind of be set in the nineties, set in New York mm. and get people from Brooklyn, you know, the actual, you know, actors from Brooklyn to play people from Brooklyn. Right. Novel idea. I know. <laughs> and so get, you know, give it some more authenticity and, uh, that they, uh, I thought it was, I think the story, so the story is basically before transformers were, you know, arrived the Maximals who basically got run off their planet and the planet got destroyed because Unicron this basically planet eating. It's like the Galactus yeah. of transformers basically. Yeah. yeah. It's a world eater and they're trying to find the thing, you know, cause it's all about, it's always about the thing, the, the thing yeah. and the thing for this one it's like this stick, almost. <laughs> I mean, it's a rock, but it's like the like, like,
1: like the rock. like the kryptonite that Superman had in the older movies, right.
0: like that, right? Shaped like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it it it's not the Allspark, you know. No. That used to always be the things, the Allspark and everything. No, no, this is something more than that. And they uh, this was something more than that, and they were trying to they the Maximals it, basically it would give Unicron the power to. Just, you know, basically it's like a portal device, you know, just transport. And Mm -hmm. he can go and change history and do whatever he wants, you know, whenever. So they go to Earth, hide the thing, and they'd been there for, and then they, essentially, the Maximals had to lay dormant, more or less, until the, uh, until, of course, they come across on a dig, on an archaeology dig, come across this basically like falcon-looking thing. I was like, ooh, it's a Maltese falcon sweet. I love this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Except no, it was a transforming, it was a transformer. Uh, but they had like hieroglyphics and stuff like that. And Dominique Fishbeck's character, Elena works as an intern at, um, basically at a museum, but knows, you know, but is educated and knows a lot about archeology span and about different things. Yep. So she, she believes there's something more to it. And, uh, so she keeps doing this research and kind of journaling what the hieroglyphics and stuff like this mean and, you know, trying to help kind of pinpoint the origin of where this artifact came from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, meanwhile, Noah and his, you know, is trying to get an interview. Apparently, he has some history in his past, I guess, about uh, not being a team player. And that's, I guess... How he not? I don't know. His backstory is is very paper thin. As far yeah, as like
1: he had some military, did so, I get did something that showed he wasn't a teammate, and I guess he got got booted for
0: that. He got booted out of the military for not being a team, a good team player. I'm like, I feel like that's it's thin, <laughs> like you said. Yeah, like it's very like translucent.
1: It's yeah. just something like if this is just something like he's he he can have more. May have other um, capabilities later that we can
0: bring right. out later. But. but he's good with, and he and they're like, well, he's, well, I'm really good with electronics and technology. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never. You never see that come back ever again after the first ten minutes in the movie. And
1: I, and I thought it would because they had a good. I was, dude, pl- they had a plausible yes. reason for him to use that.
0: Yes. And it didn't. I was like, N- nothing.
1: I'm like, what was the purpose of it? That's, that's one thing I was like, uh. yeah, I was
0: like, okay, this, uh, cause Ed's are, you know, given the exposition about it and how he basically built a cable box essentially he fixed a cable box, make it useful. Yeah. Um, anyways, he's having to try and get a job because he needs to help his mom, uh, you know, with the bills and everything. And his brother's got sickle cell. And -hmm. so he's trying to help pay those bills, but they're like, you know, the family's like three months behind. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So getting a job. Okay. Well, you know, I, I hear you go work at a bodega in the Heights. I hear that's <laughs> Washington Heights. Break out in song and dance. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, and then the Transformers can get Jazz there and Jazz can start dancing with it. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he uh the buddy that he fixed the cable box for is like, hey, if you know, you know, I got a job, if you want to help you know basically do help us do this thing and of course it's illegal stuff but it's like no i gotta you know i got this interview i'm gonna go knock it out blah 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 and of course they don't choose him because he's not a team player i'm like, oh, like they're not even
1: not even that they don't even let him do the interview they just cancel it no they don't yeah, even it let him know it's canc- like he gets no. there like oh it's canceled what do you mean it's canceled so yeah we did some research on you yeah you had this military background and you weren't a team player so yeah we're not we even gonna try
0: Right. Because we don't think you could change at all, because people don't ever change.
1: You can't sit at a desk like this guy here.
0: <laughs> exactly. You cannot sit at a desk and be a team player. What was that head of security guy what was he wearing anyways? <laughs> it was, I don't know. Looked like he was getting ready to go coach a sport <laughs> and not and not be head of security for like had some a coaching big gig after work so he had to just dip Perfect. out and <laughs> sorry I gotta coach my daughter's basketball teams. Yeah. <laughs> I just just put a badge on my jacket. Yep. <laughs> I was like, come on, dude. It was so bad. I was, yeah. I, now, mind you, I did enjoy this movie, but there are some silliness in it though. Mm-hmm. Um, as a transformers, as a transformers movie, you know, it's prone to have, which is fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. Cause we're watching robots that change from vehicles into, you know, robots. So I'm yeah, just big robots. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it was no ends up finally just giving in. It's like, all right, well, fine. You know, we got to pay these bills. You know, he can't like their doctor. This kid's doctors will not see him because he, they're three months behind on bills. I have not known a doctor to ever do that. But, you know, then against the 90s, who knows?
1: Like, at least look at him. Like, are oh, you stable? Okay. Go home.
0: <laughs> just give him some new script, man. Like, get the yeah. kids some new medicine. Mm. Anyways, it's whatever. That's the system. So, yep. <laughs> So Noah agrees to help his buddy boost, essentially boost some cars. Yeah. And then it turns out one of the cars he tries to boost is Mirage, which is a Porsche. I want to say it's, in, it's either a 911 or 928 maybe. I'm not sure. Um. Anyways, I do love the Porsche. And so it was pretty cool uh, to watch that. And then, of course, Mirage is voiced by Pete Davidson, which I believe is probably the best casting of Pete Davidson in a movie. And I don't mean that because he's not visually there. I just mean like the character suited him, suited like his type of acting the best. Yeah. And I thought he was great. Like the lines he had were great. Like it really was like suitable for what, for his style of acting. Like it was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they like let him ad lib or if they just, you know, hey, this is kind of what we're going for. Just kind of do your thing, but no, he was great. Like I loved it, loved it. It could
1: have been Definitely a mixture. One the yeah. You know, like for this, we need this, but here, do your thing.
0: Here, yeah, yeah. Well, one take for us, two for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was it was cool. It was it was pretty neat, and they uh. <clears throat> So, of course, you know, they get the security, the security guy at the place where this car was, they was boosting the car, you know, of course, chasing after him. And then the car takes off on its own mm-hmm. and he's not even, you know, Noah's not even driving it. And it just and then all of a sudden we're in a high-speed police pursuit. Yeah. I mean, in, in New York City, that's some really good response time.
1: True. <laughs> but, I mean... Yeah, that was at some kind of fancy place. So I right. guess maybe that kind of makes it make sense that their response time was yeah quick. there have been some yeah. rundown, unknown place.
0: Yeah. Nah, right. <laughs> it was it was funny. Yeah. But yeah, we <clears throat> and then they uh, of course, they as the car chase is happening, uh, you know, Elena discovers the thing, you know, this doing like some sort of like X, not really x-ray. It was. Thermal scan,
1: maybe it's some kind of scan and it just causes yeah. the Falcon whatever to break apart. And like,
0: "Yeah,"
1: and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like she's worried about her job now because I broke the thing. But what's this underneath? You're right. <laughs> like, don't focus on that. Focus on what you what's, what's underneath. <laughs> right. What is that?
0: Which yeah, which of course shoots up a light up into the sky and everything, and is yeah. all, but apparently it's only visible to transformers though.
1: Yeah, but I said that's like, going to be a sky uh, beam. different,
0: freq- different sc- frequency or some nonsense.
1: Yeah, think sometime, it's they, some kind of visual thing that they can recognize that humans can't.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, of course, you know, everybody goes to it, and now Noah's a part of it. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but then it summons like Unicron, and and then his minions, led by Scourge, to come and retrieve the thing, and <laughs> fights ensue.
1: To backtrack the whole thing with Scourge and Unicron kind of reminded me of um, Dark Side and Justice League. How yes. that, that interaction, I'm like,
0: All yes. right, I, just I was like, that oh, it's Steppenwolf repurposed it. Yeah. Scourge is Steppenwolf. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but, but exactly he's not as
1: whiny. He's not as whiny. He's, not his whiny. No. <laughs> he's about that business. <laughs> he
0: is. That's and only about it.
1: Yeah. That's his focus. He's not trying to talk. He's not trying to quip. He's like, mm, about that action. Yep. We need to get this done. Or yes. My boss is going to take me out. <laughs> That's basically it.
0: Yep. Focus. I, I ain't got time for your foolishness. Nope. Just add, add another emblem onto my. <laughs> oh, it's like, mag- I like. I was like. And I'm like, every time he did it, I was like, so you're like a refrigerator and these are magnets.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> for your refrigerator. I <laughs> kept my trinket. That's all I can think of. <laughs> I was like.
1: <laughs> I mean, they could have made him like a. Like maybe in fighting his business, but then it was at Unicron. Like, look at my new my new stuff. <laughs> oh man, uh, my new trinkets. Yeah. Oh, man. But they kept him serious. Oh, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, oh, and uh, for clarification, it's a Porsche 964 okay. that was used, uh, specifically chosen by the director Steven Cappell Jr. Uh, as a tribute to Transformers director Michael Bay's previous film Bad Boys. Where the two main characters, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, rode around in a Porsche nine sixty-four. Just right. a shiny dick with two chairs with just the balls just dragging the fuck along. Yeah. <laughs> a hundred thousand dollars and he ain't got no damn cup holders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Mike,
1: Michael Bay did produce this, so he has some influence or some no, some, yeah, yeah. some some stuff there. When I saw his name, I was like, Well, uh, this is at the end, so I didn't yeah. I didn't I didn't yeah. see that beforehand.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, wow, they're doing great. Yeah,
1: <laughs> don't have to do anything. I just put my name on it and get paid. Right? Oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> yeah, but no, it it's a uh, it was good, like all around. Like the now, I might I'm, I'm, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I'm having a great time, and I don't know how much it was influenced from the fact it was 3D and 4DX, or how mm. much it was just a good time because I was. It was just entertaining like to me i think i want to say it was on its own it was just a fun movie like everything else was just extra you know yeah extra toppings i guess yeah because they kept it light i mean because you know the michael bay movies are always other than the first transformers the first transformers had an excellent mix of action and humor and you know a decent story yeah this one had was just Nothing but fun. It yeah. had the action. It had the humor back in it because I think that had been kind of lacking in the past. Well, aside from Bubble B, of course. Yeah, um, it, it was there. It just didn't land. The, yes. <laughs> yeah. But like the last three or four just have been. Mm. It's just joy. I don't want to say joyless. It's just all about the action. It's not really trying to balance it, you know. And the music was perfectly cho- chosen in this mm-hmm. film. I every agree. single track i mean honestly Zack snyder could probably take a lesson from on <laughs> yeah. how do you how to perfectly utilize music in a movie yeah because it was also nostalgic because it's all movies it's all music that was around that was of that time true which made it even better and just fit perfect and you're like oh yes and i mean i caught myself like singing along to a couple of them <laughs> Dang, yeah, I, was bob-
1: I was bobbing my head there was a couple of folks next to me they were bobbing their head like
0: Oh shit! Right. I was, I was out there spitting rhymes with LL Cool J. George's <laughs> <laughs> like looking over, like, how does he know this?
1: It's from my time, son. <laughs> it's my shining time, my so, shining moment.
0: <laughs> but can I tell you just Sidetrack for just a second. So one of the tracks that they did was, uh, Mama Said Knock You Out" by LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. I remember when I bought that cassette tape. When, uh, my grandmother took me to Best Buy. I went there. You know, she stayed in the car. I went in, came back out, got it. I said, "Yeah, this this is like the one song that like I really like. You know, it's really good." And so I played it, and I didn't realize because I've been listening to radio edits. Yeah, yeah. I You know, I could, you know and she's like, uh huh. You know, both my grandparents. God bless them. I love them. But, you know, they were the best. They. <laughs> they put up with a lot, you know, a lot of different movie and music choices from me, mm-hmm. which I had no self-awareness about, which sounds about right for me. You're, you're just vibing. And, yeah. <laughs> and so we put this in, and it's just her and I. And then you know, it kind of gets to the end of the song where it goes, damn it, uh, damn it. Uh. I'm like, all right, I guess we're going to take this out now. But you kind of get the idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, that moment. We're just like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: And I'm like, yeah, we're not we're not playing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we're not I need to learn my lesson. I just need to know. It's kinda like I took my grandfather to go see Judgment Night with Dennis Leary, Cuba Jr Junior, Junior Stephen Dorf, Jeremy Piven, I mean Amelia West of us. Like there's such a great cast. Yeah. And I got end up getting that soundtrack too. And really, I mean, it's actually a pretty decent one. It's been forever since I listened to it, but uh you know, afterwards I'm like I don't think this was a movie that we should have gotten to see together, you know, because it is, you know, it's pretty violent, but it just didn't seem like it'd be something he would be interested in. Yeah. But he's like, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm like, did you though? You know, I'm kind of like, eh. but it's funny. <laughs> I, it, I can, and I kind of look forward to whenever, you know, if York and Grayson end up having kids, having their kids take me to movies. Cause I yeah. want to see which ones they choose. <laughs> they choose and whether or not I've already seen it or not. (laughs) Or if I just end up doing it to my grandkids, (coughs) just taking them like, here, we're going to go take you here. Let me go take you to see this. (laughs) Then they come back and like, I don't think I was old enough to see this.
1: (laughs) So then you'd be like, I don't think
0: I was old enough. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You, what about me? (laughs) I might've been too old to see this, (laughs) but as far as the maximals. So, Beast Wars, I think, came out in 2002, I believe, because there was like mm. some trivia before the movie, too, to which I got wrong. Because I, no, it came out, no, I take that back. I, I thought it came out, no, too. No. It came out in 1996, because it came out the year I graduated high school, which also okay. shows that I had aged out of it. Because I knew nothing of Beast Wars other than, yeah, it's a thing. But yeah, I, I only, I only
1: know. knew it by name. I'd I've, I've never watched it
0: either. Right. Yeah. So I'm coming into it. I'm like, uh, and I think I even mentioned this to you, but we were talking about the, we were talking about before the movie came out. Like, I don't think I've even saw one villain in the trailer. They did a good job with that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I was, I was like, who are they fighting? Like right. who's the villain? Like on the poster, it doesn't even show. Yeah. So I was like, the fuck is the villain of this movie? <laughs> they hit it. Well, it's, we'll find, guess we'll find <laughs> out.
1: Yeah. It's like exactly. this—the first one that didn't feature Decepticons, but the uh, yeah. the villain are the Terracons. Right. Always a con.
0: <laughs> it, yep. Never a pro. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's only cons. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, goodness. But yeah, it's uh, it it was, but I enjoyed it, and all the voice acting was great.
1: hmm
0: I agree. The special effects was well done. I enjoyed it. Like I, I mean, I can't. For a Transformers movie, it's definitely at the top. Uh, And I was pleasantly surprised. Right. I was happily surprised with how good this movie was. Yeah. Because I was like, because I think going, you know, even from the time it got announced to the first trailer, I'm like, here we go again, another damn Transformers (laughs) movie. It's like, but as soon as I realized before the movie started, during that featurette, that it was a, it takes place in the 90s. I was mm-hmm. like oh okay so we're going back cool in that they also made a reference to or Optimus Prime in the movie makes a reference to Bumblebee yeah and because Optimus Prime you know it's like fuck them humans you know for yeah, the like we, part can't, of this movie. we can't trust them yeah
1: and Bumblebee basically still yeah.
0: doesn't have his voice yeah. right and, um he said
1: I know you had that one human that you trust but everyone else can. yeah you
0: got I was that. like <laughs> I was like I was like, ah, I see what they did there. So, yeah, so that's how I knew. I was like, okay, this is going to take place in that universe. Okay, yeah. I'm in. I was yeah, like, okay. This is a so different,
1: officially- op- it's definitely a different Optimus, because what we got in the yeah. original, he's this very much, we got to help everyone.
0: Yeah. We help oh, ourselves, this- we help them. Yeah, this so, is Pessimus Prime.
1: Yeah, he's like, <laughs> now nah, we got to look out for our own, you know, damn, yeah. damn, damn, damn. We got to get off this planet, get back home to Cybertron and all that, and, um, but... But keeping with the other Transformers movies, Optimus gets his butt kicked. Yep. <laughs> Scored, but see, scores cheating. He's pre- pretty much hopped up on some dark steroid magic.
0: So. Oh. <laughs> Facts. Yeah.
1: And um, but but I was like, man, is uh, I'm just gonna die again because it's like the third time yeah. now.
0: Right. <laughs> Fourth, maybe. A, it's, but to him, it would only be like the first. <laughs> true. True.
1: <laughs> true. <laughs> so he has three more coming <laughs> if they. Yep catch up at yeah. some point um but I was, like, was take me back to some new skills right but this is this is this is um a younger i guess in a way optimist that's not he hasn't reached his full prime form basically
0: right yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but it took me back to transformers 84 i'm like don't yep. do this to me again you did it to me in the first right. movie the second i'm like stop <laughs> stop optimus is my dude
0: <laughs> yeah and i went back after this movie because mind you there are several things that occur in this movie that you have to that we don't want to talk about because you just have to watch it yeah it just be like oh hell yeah yeah it just have that moment so because so it's funny because so lately i've had two weeks in a row now i've had people be like what do you think about this movie don't spoil it i'm like have you not listened? Patrick and I have yet to ever spoil... I said, in 199 movie, or episodes, we have not spoiled a movie. Yeah. Unless we do a spoiler episode. But that's on you if you listen to that one. But, right. Or if you listen to those. So we're not going to... I said we're not going to do that. It's, no.
1: There's one thing I want really enjoy I, I, it. There's one thing that made me mad, but I can't talk about it because it is spoiler. Yep. But it's just... Uh, it's, it's, it's something happens and I'm just like, all right, okay. You know, I just...
0: It's the thing I, you're mad about. Is is what you're mad about. The thing I'm excited about.
1: I mean, there's an exciting moment from that moment that happens. Oh,
0: okay. But
1: yeah, okay. before that, I was just like, really? <laughs> and this is where I thought certain skills would come into play. That didn't. Yeah.
0: Oh, exactly. Facts. Okay. But yeah. Gotcha. But
1: yeah. But, yes. Um,
0: gotcha. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> but then I thought, uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh I, I will say like, i like dominic fish back in this but it seemed like toward the end they start they ran out of something for her to do yeah you know even even with um noah i just like yeah we're kind of running out of things for these humans to do so we'll um we'll wait to the end to give them their thing and but um but it worked you know the, you know yeah. it's better yeah i wish they just focus more on the you know the autobots and their villain you know but right. um, it was decent use for the humans, better than what they've been doing lately. So, Yeah. But, you know, they're using the Bumblebee universe here, so yeah. it all... As long as they stick with that, because apparently this is, like, the first of a possible trilogy, but I would think Bumblebee was first, because that leads into this, but... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'm just rolling with it, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: That was just, it was just no nice. Pun
0: no pun intended. But it was just
1: after... <laughs> You know, was it basically all of the Transformer movies after the first and before Bumblebee? It's nice to just have Bumblebee and go to this. So it's like Transformers. Bumblebee goes back and then this one.
0: Yes, yeah. that's, that's my three. Yep. That, I'm good with that. Yeah, I did like Dark of the Moon. I'm not going to lie that the one where they're in Chicago. So I do like that one.
1: Was that the, the last one with Shia LaBeouf? Was, was that one? Yes. With, yeah. OK. One I mean, I like the ones it. with him in it even though the yeah. second one's kind of, bleh. yeah, but, um,
0: yeah, Richard the fallen. Yeah. But yeah. Dark of the moon. I like, um, also Patrick Dempsey's in it. So
1: just once they got, got that, Mark yeah. Wahlberg in it, who gets a reference in this one. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, once it got there and started just slumping. So it's, yeah. it was refreshing. Yes. To have two back to back Transformer movies be actually, be good.
0: What? What are you trying to say? You don't know, like my acting? What's What's wrong with you, Patrick? Come over there yeah. and put you in the face. I'll come over there and punch you in the face. Do you want me to? Let me to do it. I'll fucking sit down if I got to. <laughs> uh, horrible, Mark Wahlberg. Horrible. Oh, um, uh, that's all right. It's all good there. But yeah, no, I I definitely enjoyed it. And for two hours and seven minutes, did not feel it.
1: No, not at all. I
0: did not. No.
1: And when I saw was, it, I.
0: Oh, I'm sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say there was just enough downtime yeah for me.
1: um I did watch this 40x 3d as well and they did not have that so it was just a uh, early screening feature I'm guessing with uh okay what they showed beforehand okay but um yeah the 40x have to have they're having not I think what was it scream six was the last time I watched a movie in 40x okay it was about similar experience to that where it was just yeah. right amount of movement. It wasn't right. too much because after Dragon Ball, superhero, Doctor Strange, Shang Chi, those
0: are my, yep. yeah,
1: butt leaving the seat moments.
0: <laughs> Fast X or Fast yeah. Ten, your seatbelts yeah, was was I've mine it And that, that, that one. Oh, yeah. got almost got shot out of the chair three times. <laughs> got my butt kicked. Oh my god, that movie. <laughs> that is my. That is like my. That is like my. But that was the one that i'm i will now kind of measure most i'll be like do i really want to do this because i really got my butt kicked in fat that's 10 so yeah but no cam- this is perfect <laughs> it's perfect amount
1: true even had a little camera pan with it where there's a little slight movement yep. so i was like all right i missed that because some of the movies i've watched that like scream didn't do it too much which was weird because yeah. scream five did it <laughs> yeah but um and then it's funny i, I after watching Spider-Verse the second time, I went and saw my friend who works at GameStop. So he was telling me about when he went to see Fast X, um, people were sitting there like popcorn was going everywhere. Oh, people yeah. People was getting thrown around like, yeah, those are first-timers. That's how you know who's never been there. Because yeah. if you've been in the 4DX before, you make sure you have either your popcorn eaten down or you don't get
0: it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Yorick had some candy for Transformers, and I didn't have it. I just had a drink. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> like, oh, we'll just... I mean, we just had dinner, so I was I was good.
1: Yeah, I just got a small. and By the time the movie started, I had it halfway, so I can just roll it up. And, yep. But I was worried because my drink, they ran out of the top, so it had like the uh-huh. icy top on it. Oh, so I was gee. Like, yes, same. Yeah. So I ended up drinking it down. I'm like, I hope I don't have to go to the bathroom because I'm drinking this so fast so it doesn't go shit right. everywhere. But it made it. It survived. No no, no spillage.
0: Apparently. Right. From either end, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Uh, just thankful it wasn't a more intense deal because oh, shoot, God, the top yeah. might have flown off on that
0: <laughs> true story yeah
1: uh,
0: all right so transformers go see it you'd be pleasantly surprised yeah I feel like yeah good good family experience too I mean it was yeah just fun I think Grayson probably would have even liked this one
1: yeah So none of the none of the terracons are too scary no
0: no no nah. Uh, New York had a blast. I mean, we all did, so we didn't really feel too bad that we didn't get to see Flash because we had a very enjoyable experience. Yeah. It's
1: probably just meant for y'all to see Transformers then.
0: I think it was, especially because I got as much fun as I had right there at that, I guess we'll just say reveal at the very end, and I Mm -hmm. got to, yeah, I might have shouted in the theater, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, Was it like a
1: yeah like a pete davison yeah
0: pretty much yeah (laughs) i think it's a fuck yeah but i mean that's exactly (laughs) my exact words that's one of it so yes very excited and i yeah that's why i text i'm like i need you to see this as soon as possible because i legit have nobody i could talk to about this yet (laughs) (laughs) that's and i have to that's like nobody that's with me knows what the hell i'm talking about yeah (laughs) i need (laughs) somebody to talk to so which then started my journey into going through my long boxes of comics to yeah. try and find something, but just to find out I didn't have what I thought I had. I had something else that was similar, but I didn't have that. I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> so now I'm on Amazon trying to find something that's under eighty dollars. So good luck there. Yeah. To read, to read, mind you.
1: Not, they don't even have a Kindle version of it, not like a digital I'm version.
0: I'm not. I'm not, I'm not physical? I want the physical? Yeah. I, I, come on, man. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. My old ass needs something in my hand. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down with the technology and everything, but it's for me, it's yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I have some books. That, on, I do have some books
0: few, digitally, but it's difficult.
1: Right. It's hard because right. you get distracted easy to do other things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, also if it's something wants side team might want to read, I would like just to physically handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. All right. real. Um, the other movie I watched real quick, I'm just going to talk about real quick, um, is the movie Marlowe. Uh, I rated it at Redbox because uh, I didn't make it t- to theaters. So I checked it out. Redbox Marlowe. It was rated R. The runtime, one hour, 49 minutes. In late 1930s Bay City, a brooding down on his luck detective is hired to find the ex-lover of a uh, glamorous heiress, starring William Neeson as Philip Marlowe, Diane Kruger as Claire Cavendish, Jessica Lang as Dorothy Quinn Cannon, Ian Hart as Joe Green, Tony Corvillo as the gardener and. Patrick Muldoon as Richard Cavendish, and uh, Michael Garvey as Pat the bartender. Danny Houston as Floyd Henson, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this was directed by Neil Jordan, who most people will know from directing the movie Greta. He did the Burgess, Bourgeois, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, the TV series Dean, which I actually really liked, uh, with Colin Farrell. The Brave One with Jodie Foster, Breakfast on Pluto, The End of the Affair, In Dreams, Interview with the Vampire, and most notably, The Crying Game. So this is based off the books, uh, the pulp noir uh, books of the uh, 30s and 40s of Philip Marlowe. The character's been used, he was used in The Maltese Falcon and other uh, iterations of of uh or i guess i should say we adaptations there we go yeah. from books to film uh bogart played philip marlowe in a couple of them uh, dark passage key west key largo key largo there we go there's a couple of them uh anyways this is very kind of done in a very classic kind of style noirish thriller of you know trying to of this beaten down detect private investigator that is trying to solve this case so there's a lot of kind of cat and mouse trying to find out who did it who's on what side who can you trust who can you not. <clears throat> so it's interesting because so we neeson who is 70 i think 71 the character is supposed to be like in his 40s <laughs> oh, wow. so yeah so they aged him up a, a, just a tad, um, but it's it is still very well done. Acting's done well. Um, I think I would have really appreciated this in like a black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would have kind of added more to it. But I do feel like for for a movie that's trying to be like a callback to old old like 1940s noir style, you know, gumshoe detectives. Movies, I think it was really well done. Yeah. Uh, if you, I think people that have enjoyed watching the Perry Mason TV series on HBO Max, those people probably enjoy this movie, too. Uh, it's not super heavy. I mean, but it's it's an enjoyable just to watch actors act, you know, and have fun doing it because you can tell they're really kind of enjoying doing this. Yeah, because uh, they're all, I think, trying to basically represent what it was like to, you know, basically they're. They're enjoying doing this because they're these are the kind of movies they grew up watching, you know, as kids, and now they're getting to act in those same type of movies. Yeah. Um, not really much more to add, but it's it is an enjoyable movie. Again, it's at Redbox. I'm sure it'll be uh, on streaming before too long. You can also rent it on iTunes and Amazon Prime for five ninety nine, or you can get it at Redbox for like two dollars. So, okay. For those of you that still have DVD players. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it was a good, fun one to watch. That's it.
1: All right. <clears throat> well, finally got to check out the Boogeyman.
0: Boogeyman. Uh,
1: me and Kyla went and checked it out because <clears throat> uh, the day before she came over, I texted her and says, "Is there anything you want to see? Like, just you know, normally I li- list off some movies that to see if she's interested." So I just sent out a blanket question like, "Is there anything out that you want to watch?" So she asked whether or not Boogeyman was still playing. I said, "Yeah." Like cool, so I've been waiting. So I figured you'd want to see that, so I held off on watching it. So, um, so we went and checked it out. This was released June second. Has a runtime of an hour and thirty eight minutes, and was directed by Rob Savage. And it stars, <clears throat> see, it stars Sophie Thatcher as Sadie Harper, uh, Chris Messina as Will Harper, Vivian. Uh, Lyra or Lyra Blair as Sawyer Harper and David Desmouchin. Is he the Desmouchin?
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Plays Lester Billings. <clears throat> uh, still reeling from the traffic death of their mother, a teenage girl and her younger sister find themselves plagued by a sadistic presence in their house and struggle to get their grieving father to pay attention. Um, this is based on a short story by Stephen King. And basically, when we meet, when we are introduced to this family, they're all kind of, they're grieving and they're having different things happen as a result of what they've experienced. Um, the youngest daughter, Sawyer, she's having nightmares. She sleeps with all kind of lights on in the house and even has this big yeah. moonshake ball with the light so bright. <laughs> and so, um, you know, just for protection, you know. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, Sadie neither one of them have been to school since this has happened so her her biggest issue is trying to adjust back to being in school and working her way back into her friend group but um, it's not as easy as you know it seems and then their father's pretty much buried himself in his work and he's a therapist so you think with him being a therapist and with them going through he'd be the perfect person to help them figure this out but he doesn't want to really talk about what happened doesn't really want to talk about any of their girls' problem to the point that he sends them to another therapist to help them out. That that's that's kind of how bad he is. Wow. So after having gone to school, you know, she, um, Sadie decides to wear. I mean, yeah, Sadie decides to wear her mom's dress. And then when she reconnects with her friends, one of them points out, like, "Are you sure you want to wear this dress? Like, you know, you're trying to move forward or move on." Yeah. You know, Sadie's so like, "Well, I'm not trying to move on." Type deal. You know. She has one friend that she connects with that's trying to kind of be the mediator, but doesn't work out so well because this one friend pushes her and she just happened to collect the old lunch bag that she had that had old food in it, crushing whatever's in that bag and getting the dress dirty. So she goes home from school early. Now, in the meantime, her dad's at home with a client and sends them off, but then gets a visit from Lester Billings played by David. That's mm-hmm. And, you know, Will tells him that you know he'd rather do like a phone consult first instead of just having people show up. But yeah. once once Lester tells him what's going on, he has him have a seat, and Lester explains that he's dealing with the loss of his daughters. He's got three daughters, one of which died of more natural causes, but the other two died shortly afterwards. But it's such a mystery of what happened to them that he ends up getting blamed for it, basically for the death of all of them, and um this kind of freaks will out so he excuses himself to go to the bathroom but then he promptly gets on the phone to call the police because he feels this person's dangerous so he alerts them about that meanwhile he doesn't realize that sadie has come home from school so she's at home she's got her earbuds in so she's not hearing much what's going on but she's washing the dress and then she just happens to hear a, a sound coming from her mom's old art room and she goes and investigates and she thinks she steps on blood, but actually it's just spilled over paint coming under the door. And when she goes in, there's a sound coming from a little closet. And she goes to investigate, doesn't see anything. Then her dad, also doing his investigation, comes into the closet, and then they both discover that Lester has is dead, hanging on the door behind them. Sam, <laughs> so, yeah, talk about traumatizing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so from this, a lot of weird things start happening in their house. Of course, Sawyer being the the youngest one has the first encounter. Um and the thing to do with the with the creature or the monster, for the most part, they just show like the eyes in the darkness. And like it's real, real creepy. Um, but she gets so freaked out from this encounter, and of course, the dad doesn't want to help them with the situation. Right. So he sends them back to this therapist. Whereas in the trailer, you see she uses this technique with this red light that kind of blinks, makes it dark for a little bit. Then each session is a little longer. Yeah. But as the lights are blinking with longer sessions of darkness, um, Sawyer is seeing like these glowing eyes and the darkness getting closer to them. Nobody sees it but her. So she's having a hard time getting Sadie to believe her what's going on. And right. so Sadie doesn't believe anything. But then she kind of has an encounter where she starts basically, she starts doing some investigation. She finds this recording that her dad made and listens to it. And um, so she finds out that the wife of Lester is still alive, which she, she feels like this woman is just a crazy person because she ends up going after her with a shotgun, you know, shooting at her and whatnot. But they have like a little sequence here where it's kind of like a dream in a dream. where She thinks she thinks she's going home uh, her sister's telling her, like, I told you, this is going on and blah, 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 trying to ask her questions. And they even show it in the trailer where she's telling her sister, like, she needs to just be left alone. Then she goes facing the door and then something crashes through. and Then she wakes up in bed. So she's freaked out yeah. by it. But yeah. the biggest but the biggest problem is they're trying to get their dad to believe what's going on. And he doesn't because he's just so, so much in grief by this. He just doesn't want to confront it. And so, um it takes a while for the movie to get going, even though it's only an hour and 38 minutes, like the, the early moments of getting the story established the characters and what's going on. But once that first scare happens, things really get going. It's a good use of jump scares sound okay. or no sound um, light. Um, I like guess it, it was pretty freaky. Like my daughter said afterwards, she like, she was scared. Like she hadn't been scared from a horror movie in a long time. So really? it, it legit, legit just scared her to the point that that night, like yesterday she said I had a nightmare <laughs> when I went to sleep Saturday. <laughs> like Aww. she said, she just she woke up and she just kind of sat there for a minute. And in the room, like the just, doors always cracked open and she just looking at this looking at it. <laughs> and then she finally went back to sleep. So I was like, well, it, it did its job there. <laughs> but um there were there were a wow. couple of moments where I was legit. I had a jump moment where I was like, Okay, you got me. <laughs> you got me there. And that doesn't happen a lot. Mostly I just find movies kind of just I guess when it's supposed to be scary, I find it funny more so. Right. But, uh, but there are some legit moments where I jumped when certain things happen. Like, you know, you have your moments of silence where you think something scary is going to happen and something does happen, but not what you think kind of throws you off. Yeah. So it's some good guessing. Um, But I'll say toward the end, like again, it's an hour 30 minutes, but it felt longer, which yeah, kind of hurt a little bit. Cause I was sitting there, Like, man, this movie's still going. (laughs) And I I didn't you know, so you know, it kind of lost something toward the end a little bit, but overall it was pretty good.
0: Okay. Do you think I would like it? Is it my kind of scary movie?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's more thriller psychological type thing, like it gets in your head and whatnot. It's not a lot of blood. I mean, there is, but it's not like gory, gushy and no nothing dealing with the eye.
0: Yeah. Anything like that. It's always plus. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think there may have been a moment where somebody may have gotten torn apart, but it was so dark in the scene, you couldn't hardly mm-hmm. make it
0: out. But, right.
1: yeah, I think, I think you'd be okay with this one. Okay. All right. I think you're, I think you're old enough for this.
0: Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. I Because I've been on the fence on this one. I'm like, I mean, it's Stephen King, so a lot of it's usually psychological and not – I mean, it's probably the closest thing to being it being, like, just gory, you know. Yeah. but I'm all for psychological. Um, that's kind of my wheelhouse. Um, so yeah. Well, I'll we'll see. I may go, <laughs> or I just may wait till streaming. One of the two. But I was reading. Uh, it said that some
1: scenes were so intense they had to be changed after the test screening. So I guess what we saw wow. wasn't as as intense as it was.
0: So <laughs> see, maybe yeah yeah. I said that to Kylo, He'd be like, listen, it could have been worse. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so I might get a director's cut when it comes out. <laughs> I'll check that out.
0: Merry Christmas! Here's your present. There <laughs> yeah, you go. Buy okay. so a on DVD Blu-ray player
1: since you don't have yep. Blu-ray here.
0: Right. Yep. There you
1: go. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, oh, this because I mean it started like this when it started off. I was worried. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this because I'm just, yeah. I'm starting to get sleepy. <laughs> it just yep. takes so long to get everything established, but um, and then it drags a little bit. I don't know what they would cut though. I just don't like. I don't know what right. they could trim out. That's the thing. But um, I mean, it's a good time. Like time wise, it's good. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like I had legit moments where I jumped, which doesn't happen often. So that's good.
0: Um, all right. Uh, real quick for me, TV. I watched all four seasons of Barry this week. It, I mean, it helps that there are only eight episodes a season, so I yeah. watched thirty-two episodes that were thirty minutes each. So it's not like I watched eleven seasons of something that had twenty something episodes, and each episode is forty two minutes. You know, I like The Walking Dead or, or Supernatural, or, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, or Grey's Anatomy that's on its fortieth season or something like that. I don't <laughs> Nothing like that. So it is. It was very do, uh, very doable. So I ended up watching that. And because I had I'd watched one episode, but even still, I had to go back and rewatch it. And I was yeah, I was happy with Uh, I've decided that season two, episode five is the absolute best. One of the best episodes of TV, just period is so funny. So much action, so much going on. And there's just so much that is just like ridiculous. (laughs) And it's just, yeah, I was like almost in tears laughing because it was so funny. Uh, But yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. I would highly recommend it. The rest of the, I mean, the other, the rest of the show is also well done. Mm -hmm. Beautifully acted. Bill Hader's awesome. Henry Winkler is a gem, as always. Uh, Stephen Root is just great. And Anthony Kerrigan, who played uh, Victor Zaz on the show Gotham, This is a different this is great to see him in something else that he really gets to play a different character. I mean, it's yeah, it's great. It's about a hitman that decides he doesn't want to be a hitman anymore. He wants to go into acting. And every time he tries to get out of that life, that life comes back to him, you know, brings him back, keeps pulling him back in. Yeah. And it's yeah, it, it is just as much a comedy as it is. Uh, drama and action. It's just like a super dark comedy, <laughs> but okay. it is really, it, it has deserved all the nominations and all the things that it has uh, won. So I would definitely recommend if you haven't watched it to check it out. Even if you just watch season two, episode five, you can watch the recap, kind of get an idea of what's going on and then just watch the episode. It is, it is just hilarious. I love it. So that's okay. pretty much all that I've watched this week.
1: Uh, yeah, I watched um, <clears> the <throat> most recent episode of um, Silo. Mm-hmm. And um, things just seem to be unraveling bit by bit as to what's going on. Um, I'm not sure by the end of this they'll have a reveal of what's really the deal or just leads into the next season. Because there's like Probably. seven books <laughs> that's based that this is kind of based on. and trilogy firstly but like there's a whole total collection of seven books that come from this so who knows what they're gonna do with it i have an idea what might happen at the end considering what we've seen throughout this Mm -hmm. season but um yeah the last one was probably one of the better episodes this season um agreed it's actually leading somewhere you know finally um, and you see that everything isn't isn't doesn't seem like everything's as as it
0: seems you know there's more to the story so You'll we'll see more cracks in the foundation. Yep. Yep. Uh, very exciting week this week uh, for movies. First and foremost, Extraction 2 drops on Netflix on Friday. Yep. Followed by the Batman movie featuring the Flash. Yep. Or other people just call it the Flash. But yeah. whatever. Yeah. Semantics. Semantics. Too much to put on a poster. Batman and Supergirl featuring a Flash. Right. <laughs> Return of Zod, or the Flashes, the <laughs> Flashes, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the for kids, Elemental. So Grayson's yep. very excited because she wants to see two out of three of those movies. <laughs> the two in the also, theater she wants to see.
1: Also, um, a horror comedy, The Blackening,
0: comes out this yes. week as well. Is that also? Oh
1: shit! Yeah, I'm looking I, at all I these, these movies. It's like right, like flash Good. elemental blackening extraction Two. yeah i'm gonna try to watch all of it
0: <laughs> so you know what i may also to be honest yep pretty cause much anything I see, I, yeah because i want to yep. see that
1: too yeah i got some friends that are trying to figure out i don't know if i'm gonna go when they go
0: because i just kind of yeah. go
1: when i go <laughs> but right. um because i might i might actually check it out friday night <laughs> but um but yeah it's it's a lot coming out this week. At least four movies yep. for
0: sure. Yep,
1: that are on the on the block to watch.
0: True story. Oh my goodness! Awesome. Well, that's all I've got, which is plenty. And next week is uh, it's gonna be something else. Yeah. <laughs> so, true. True. All right. Well, from all from both of us, we hope everybody has an amazing week and has an amazing time at the movies this week for sure more than enough to choose from right now as it's getting hotter stay inside where it's cool watching these amazing movies and uh yeah yeah i guess we will check everybody out next week (laughs) happy birthday zach
1: thanks for listening if you enjoyed our show and have a moment please rate and review it helps us out a lot
0: also recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in all the fun.